1: As much as he touts that he
2: cares about it he doesn't
0: this is our revolution it's not theirs don't let them take it from you don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not it's ours and we will have it it is monday the fifth day of september the year of our lord 2022 i'm johnny anderson alongside bruce adams and ned how are you mr wizard good to see you i'm fine you just wound me up in prep so i'm that was the idea that was the idea i'm i just wind you up and i'm gonna turn you loose here in just a minute bruce how are you
2: healthy and alive yeah
0: good to hear it good to hear it okay you're on what's on your mind we'll we'll just we'll, we'll leave i tell you what I know what's on your mind. Basically, we haven't gone through a detailed list of it. I talked to you on the phone for about, I think, 15 minutes today, and you gave me a basic rundown of things you wanted to discuss. But I thought before we get into the meat and potatoes of what you wanted to discuss, because all of us can weigh in on things today with uh, with that, I thought I would give you a chance to jump into what we discussed on the last podcast we did with Marty about the lawlessness uh, that's going on in the UK. You had some thoughts on that. Just, I mean, we didn't talk about it in depth today on the phone but you had some thoughts about it as to what the underlying cause of that is
3: well it's not just there it's everywhere is chaos. It?
0: it it is just the chaos it is but it's, it's I, chaos. I'm, yeah yeah i was just, i was of course it's happening in the u.s it's happening across europe but specifically we're seeing like the most i guess the most heinous examples out of uh out of the uk i saw i showed you the video in prep of the case out of liverpool this morning and yeah. like that's just that's terrible That that's just terrible it's-
3: because we're living in the age of entitlement, it isn't just it, It's like in Britain, the extreme of entitlement is what the royal families now turn into, and that's filtered all the way through society. Now, all the way through, because you've got all your liberalists and everything else have taken away the one word, well, two things: self-discipline and responsibility. They spent years and years telling everyone it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault and that doesn't actually get anybody to actually it doesn't enable them to actually hold and stand on their own two feet and that's what gives you individuality the ability to stand on your own two feet and talk uh, you know talk about yourself have that confidence they've stripped the confidence away from them and now they're telling them at a younger age what they can be or what they are actually they've they've turned the tables on them so they they've made them into such malleable messes that they don't know whether they're coming and going and the voice that's telling them what they are and what they can be and you can they don't have a chance they don't have a chance and that is a society go so you've you've now got that society of entitlement from nothing they've got no self-respect no sense of worth because they haven't had a chance to form themselves Find out who they really are. They're informative years. I mean, and they become at least go through their teenage years and everything. And if you don't know who you are, if you don't know, if you don't have some form of direction, if you don't have some self worth, if you don't have some self discipline, you are going to eventually run riot. And that is what is happening in just about every Western society, probably, or will do. And that, for some, I mean, you take your president's latest. Speech. Anyone would have looked at me and he thought, he's just fine for people to go against each other. He's actually that, that decrepit idiot is just in vocally chaotic. And he, he's just not, it's just not helping whatsoever. And he's, Hoping for the chaos to further his political means, and that is why it seems to be everywhere in the Western world. That is true. If uh, yeah,
0: so the, yeah, uh, the, the the they're not thinking of the future for the kids. No, of course not. Uh, but they no, no first apology. <laughs> no, they uh, they that's exactly right. Is they want. They want the return of, I guess, tribalism. I I guess we can go down that road. That's what they want the return of. They're splitting all of the old and they're replacing it with a manufactured new. So for example, before we've had the nation state, we've had our values within the nation state. We've had Western civilization. We've had our values within Western civilization. All of that over the last three years, I would argue a lot longer than that, but just over the last three years in particular, if you just want to compress it down, that's all been removed. Our education system, our legal system, our, uh, our media, our governments, all of them have been compromised, among many other things. So all that's been removed. We can't unify around those things any longer. So now they're replacing them with woke ideology, They're replacing them with what group you identify with and what you belong to. And then they're changing over the job of the police officers to be the enforcers of said group of whatever and to play referee while you're trying to figure out and navigate this entire just monstrosity like that. That's going to be the new. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's going that's going to be the new uh, thing that you identify with as opposed to unifying around. You know, a, a specific religion, uh, a nation, uh, a value in society, a, sp- a specific culture. Instead of identifying with those things, you know, the family and, and everything else, instead of identifying with those things, you're going to identify with these groups because all that other stuff has been broken up and you're going to be more apt to take this new uh, whatever it is and you're going to uh, be a political tool. And that's what you're saying is, is being done to the younger generations. They're being indoctrinated into that system that is usurping what we know.
3: Yeah thing is this this horrible chaotic tool is also gonna cause a lot of death unnecessary death well, that's another depopulation lever and then what do you pick out what, what do you pick out the ashes what do you pick out the ashes They're so what's left is so pissed off that they'll do anything because it'll only be a certain structure that actually won't enter that morass and they'll see that they'll, they'll keep themselves outside of it and they will just let peasants get on with it the peasants are revolting aren't they it's just yes but the peasants are the people we are the people and they don't allow it to be done to you but they say well what can i do or voice walk get out there push against it you can do things you can do things um uh yeah it's tiring it's endless it it, it just sucks the life out of you i mean but if you just run and hide well it's going to come and find you eventually no matter who you are
0: that's what it's designed to do everyone thought yep, they could just avoid is. yeah the, those that thought they could avoid all the uh the things with COVID. oh if i just do what i'm told if i go and i get my uh, five six jabs or whatever it is if i wear my mask if i social distance if i do my part then everything's going to be fine we're all going to back to go back to normal now they don't care about that stuff anymore and they've moved on to the next crisis have you noticed that yet well, <laughs>
3: yeah yeah, yeah. the thing is every manufactured crisis but Look within your own societies, your own communities, and then open your eyes and think, well, okay, what did we have before COVID? What community stuff went on? How much help did we get? What did we do as localized people? What Mardi Gras? What, what um, celebrations? What things were going on, which, funny enough, every time a group of people get together now, that try to have a bit of fun, chill out, come together not in opposition, all of a sudden there's a bit of a riot going on. All of a sudden there's somebody there to disturb it, to break it, to break the mold. No matter what it is, that seems it's not allowed. Someone's creating the, 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 this horrible ripple all the way through. You, you, got, it. you got it. Those, somebody's paying those people. Those people aren't turning up for nothing. That's it's right. too
0: well organized in most of it. Mm-hmm. Take a listen to this one. And we can, we can kind of pivot here because this one goes to, to that point. You and I and Bruce, we've been following the protests across Germany over the last two years. Yeah. And they're regular. They are every day. And you notice <laughs> they, haven't stopped. they haven't stopped. No attention is paid to it. So that's how you know that it's a mark of being legitimate is the media is paying no mind to it. The government's paying no mind to it at all. Other than the fact that they're calling them enemies of the state. That means that it's probably got some legitimacy to it, at least at this point but those people they've not been violent have they they've not been of uh, of a particular one side or the other you've got all walks of life mixed in there you've got families in there.
3: comical they've been quite they've been quite inventive oh, yeah. with
0: some of the signs and some oh, of the they have creations they have. they've made yeah they have uh but today now see if you can see if you can figure this one out okay so The Germans have a left-wing government in that was elected, right? I'm elected. The the Germans have a left-wing government in, so they've got a socialist government at the moment. They're allied with a left-wing of whatever. You know, I hate doing the left-right thing. I, I really, I can't stand that. I hate it, but. Because we have to talk about what people understand, we have to do that okay. in that context. So you've got the Green Party. You know which side they're on, right, of the political aisle. You know which side, the ideological spectrum. You know which side they're on. And then you've got mm-hmm. a small minority of what you would consider to be liberals in there. Now, liberal here and liberal in America mean two different things. Uh, and liberal, and I think in the UK, mean two different things. Here, liberal actually yeah. means conservative, but it's a small minority. But nonetheless, that's their coalition. So today, what happens? The far left party comes out and publicly makes this statement. Listen to this. We're going to take to the streets together. Protests against the impoverishment program and the inaction of the government are already forming. They've been there for two years. It's just they haven't been hijacked by the radical left wing, which they're about to be. We support these protests and organize them in many ways. We will not tolerate any right wingers or Nazis in these protests and reject any attempt to delegitimize protests against the impoverishment program as an extremist or right wing extremist. Together with the party of the far with the party of the left and the allies throughout the country, we will call for social protests against the The federal government. So let me get this straight: Uh, a left-wing government does what the left-wing wants. So the Mm -hmm. left-wing goes out to protest and start riots. Does Mm -hmm. does anybody not see the setup here? Yeah, it's to bring it down and stop it. Simple. Exactly. It's it's to go in and take over. Exactly. It's to go in and take over the entire thing. And what gets me is they actually said they are enemies of the state, and yet the
3: people, are the state. So how can you be be the enemy of yourself? Does
0: that mean we're all living in an asylum? well, we are living in an asylum. I, I mean, <laughs> the look on your face says everything. Yes, of course we're living in an asylum. I said it months ago. I said, the inmates are running the asylum here. That, yeah. That's what's going on. And I, I jokingly say that I would walk into any government building and say, it, it, and when somebody comes up and asks me, excuse me, can I help you? I'll say, yes. Is there an adult in charge that I can speak to? Yes. And they'll all put their thumbs in their mouth and turn their backs on you and then start yeah. rocking around. Put their, their mask their on. Yeah. Go back to, go back to the behind their <laughs> desk there. That's uh, that's what they'll do. But no, you, you, uh, you mentioned that uh, somebody's out there paying them. I don't think anybody's out there paying the, uh, the the Germans that have been hitting the pavement. You know them and their, their no, families. I don't no, that is that,
3: that is that is voluntarily foot on the concrete. These are people and they haven't stopped. They haven't stopped. The these, and they've been uh, peaceful. They've been it peaceful. It isn't just like one community. There's loads of them. This is the people out there and they haven't stopped. If only. People around the rest of the West, around the world, actually, whoever listens to this, go find it. Go have a look and go look at the history of it. And it's day after day after day after day. Some other countries have done their own things and they've actually, the governments have put them down like Trudeau. He's, and well, Trudeau and his, or is either side kick of Freeland? I don't know which way it works, yeah. actually. Uh, but, but You know she's in charge up there. I'm sorry. Yeah, she, that's hammer and tong, is. isn't it? I mean, you've got New Zealand. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that eventually. Australia. I mean, there's been so much hammering of governments down on top of the people. Switzerland stood up for what? I don't even know what's happening there. And I haven't heard anything out of Austria for ages. Have they
0: still tightened down on that so much? Um, no, they haven't tightened down because there's nothing to tighten down on. They're going to try and do COVID restrictions here again, and everybody's like, "What are you? What are you talking about? Get COVID yeah, restrictions? It, it's ridiculous." Uh, Bo- Boris even can go the- piss off. I know. I got some too many people in today. this. I know
3: too much. Too many people in this country now. I, I would know. like to think it's say, "Take your head for a shit, Boris. We've had enough of that."
0: I've got some audio of him that we can get to in, uh, in due time. But uh, yeah, to your point, I don't think that the uh, I, I mean, the Austrians, the Swiss, the French, the Germans, the Italians, uh, the Dutch, were all facing the same problem. <laughs> Is we're all, we're all still
3: in Europe? I thought they might have just
0: dumped <laughs> it by now. <laughs> I think they're about to, yeah. And see, you know, that, that was actually the problem to begin with, and that's not really discussed by anybody. That was the problem to start with. You guys started this problem. And? I, I understand, and, yeah. You guys started this problem, and the problem was is that you voted to leave. You can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. You oh, voted so to sorry. leave. Yeah, I, yeah really so sorry, never mind. apology. <laughs> <laughs> you guys voted to leave. And when that happened, do you know who was next? The Dutch, and then the French, yes. and then the Italians, yeah. the Spanish, and the Germans. The Maastricht and it would all Treaty,
3: everything yeah. was getting thrown up in the air. It was all going to
0: fall apart. It will happen. It will happen. Now it because will, for sure, yeah. The, they're done. They're, they're finished. It,
3: the Federation will shrink, and one of the shrinking aspects of it will be Let's see who else is doing it. You know, Serbia's didn't quite make it in, and Europe went over and told them, You've got to put sanctions against Putin. They went, Sod off, my people need energy for the winter. So we're getting our energy from Russia. In fact, I do believe Hungary has been talking to Russia about getting energy from them lately as well. Of course. So, yeah, you could see that the actual
0: peripheral units will drift away eventually. Yeah. And you know what they're doing now? Like this, this is literally what they're doing. So because Europe is not uh, purchasing any energy from Russia, they've just increased their supply to China by 60% in the last few days. Mm-hmm. And do you know where that mm-hmm. energy is going? The, the liquefied natural gas, do you know where that's going? Once it gets refined in China, they're putting it on container ships. They're shipping it around the horn of Africa Yeah, and they're sending back. it back up the, uh, the Atlantic and dropping it off in France and Germany huh? at a premium. So, oh no, we're we're not buying from Russia. We're buying from China. Where in the hell do you think they're getting it? So, who's lying to who? All the
3: governments are lying to the people. Of course, they are. Simple as that.
0: They have been. Yeah.
3: And this bollocks about France not having enough water for their reactors. What? That is definitely the fucking hike. Okay, all the right hike let's, up, The hike up I was waiting for an excuse to come out. <laughs> all right, but let's, sorry. Let's get it. Let's the get planet it. has got how much water?
0: Let's play it. Yeah, Let's water. play it. Since since you're Ooh. since you're on it, let's play it. This is a. Uh, this is a clip from CNBC, which is the financial network. And you know, people like us, we're we're just laughing at these these ESG things because it's just a load of like it's it's a clown show to look at this stuff of just how it's ridiculous a it's this. a
3: club thing. It's it ESG is a club thing. Club thing.
0: It yes. is. Uh but this is this is a host on CNBC talking to some um know nothing. I, I guess you could call her uh, "no nothing." Named Christy Goldfuss, <laughs> she's she's very well informed. She's it's, a buffoon. It's all the science, you know. She it's is a buffoon. I don't know where in the hell they dug this one up at, but she is a moron. Listen to this. <laughs> Christy, what is going
1: to replace? Um, what are the, the, the f- fuel sources that are going to replace natural gas or, or hydrocarbons? What's going to what's really going to do the lion's share of the heavy lifting? And do you think it can be done in in 10, 20, 30 years? How long?
4: It's going to be with solar geothermal nuclear. Carbon capture and storage will need to be part of that mix, absolutely, but it's going to have to be a whole array of clean sources, and that's really what you saw in the 300-plus billion of investments that came out of Congress and that president just signed into law in the Inflation Reduction Act. But I have to speak to this virtue signaling that Vivek has been bringing up over and over again and the anti-ESG movement. This whole concept that having more information about the impact on the environment is forcing people to make decisions is really contrary to capitalism, isn't it? I mean, investors need to make decisions about short-term risk and long-term risk. What we're seeing right now is the Colorado River is drying up. That is millions of people in the United States. That's their source of, of actual water. In Europe, If we're looking at what's happening there, the issue is entirely compounded by climate change. In France right now, they can't run their nuclear power plants because they don't have enough water. So how is that virtue signaling when investors are actually just asking corporations to disclose the information about their impact on the environment. I really, it's completely disingenuous and tangled with the same people who are really bringing up disingenuous arguments around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you think that the Colorado and the the problems in France, those would, we can change that by... You think we can actually we can change that? Really? We so can we'll change repu- that. We'll, we'll refill like the Colorado we- when, when we drive more uh, electric, even though they're building coal factories in China, unabate, unabated in India. think what that, the science that we're gonna, shows. We're going
4: oh, yeah. to change. <laughs> just like we put advancement, just like we okay. put seatbelts in cars, we need to advance to a clean uh. energy. <laughs>
0: Right. So you got that right. So as soon as we all stru- start driving electric cars, that's when the rivers are going to be refilled. You got I, I that. totally agree with one statement there. We have to advance to clean energy, but
3: where is the clean energy? One, I mean, nuclear is the closest as much as it's got a dodgy side effect to it. But even out of that side effect, you get your nuclear diamond batteries now. So even out of that, We now can manufacture something that lasts for tens of thousands of years, which in itself would is
0: awesome i have yeah. a question on S- that solar I, isn't clean yeah i i know because, I, real quick, because the fallout I, of solar is disgusting go on it, it is real quick i have a question because you talk about those nuclear diamond batteries all the time so before we get too far off of that i have one question we have the ability to grow diamonds in a lab yeah and and make them nearly as pure as what the diamonds are that come out of the earth is it More possible? Pure. It, okay, so we can up the purity now. That, that was okay, to my understanding. it's a type.
2: It's a type of diamond. The it's a okay. type of diamonds. Well, it's a blue you, type. but the right, but the what he's talking about with being able to grow them. We the ones that we grow that we synthesize, are perfect. Okay. They don't have any imperfections. That's how you tell no the difference between a real okay. diamond and a synthesized one. The synthesized one don't, it doesn't have the uh, defects that the naturally occurring okay. will. That's one All of right. the ways the, but the, the experts thing is, but the identify thing is, them.
3: These diamonds, these diamonds, right, have to go through a process of irradiation, which enables them to react with isotopes to create electricity.
0: So, my yeah. question was that, to y- that point, y- can you use the synthetic diamonds with the nuclear technology to create these batteries? That was my question.
3: I don't think so yet. I don't think they've got the process sussed that way.
0: Okay, that, that was my question. That was because, all because right, if,
3: that said, was, we, I we, if, if that was the case.
2: I thought that's literally how they're doing it. I thought because they were taking the, the graphite from the nuclear reactor and yeah, converting
3: it. It's already been irradiated and the right you've got the graphite which is already the rods of already they're a byproduct the actual diamonds the graphite diamonds they they are the byproduct of what normally people would have gone we've got a lot of waste here we got to get those rods out we have got to bury them and then someone's gone up and had a a look and in depth which was the uh bristol university who started it and they looked into nuclear waste and what we could do with it but then they went oh what's this on these rods Not like the waste where you've got uranium to plutonium to the water that's been there and everything. They've gone on the rods and they've gone, oh, we've got a lot of crystalline diamond forms here. And then they found out that they reacted, right? They've gone through all this irradiation in depth within the reactors. Then for some reason, they're in a state, and then when they get irradiated again, they naturally give off electricity. So an isotope that can last for X amount of time, although it's very, very low electrical output, then they decided they could create layers of these. And then if you put it with an isotope, which is there permanently, which lasts for a beta isotope, can last up for ugh, twenty to 30,000 years, it's half-life before it really starts to break down. And so you've got a small electrical charge, permanent electrical charge for generations there. So that is a process that's happened over a period of... Because these reactors have been running for, what, 50 years? 50, years. Yeah. yeah. So you've got 50 50 years plus. So you've got these. And how many reactors in the world have got these? I mean, we've got a few in our country, whatever. So we've got a process there which could alleviate a lot of the small electronic items that would need their batteries changing or creation after a year or two years or three years or whatever. I mean, yeah, it may not help people to make shitloads of profit if you could hand your phone over to the next hundred generations
2: of people. like. But you know what I mean? Yeah, but it would it would help with at least in the very beginning until we figure out how to mass produce this material, you could at least use that in some kind of like as an example, a shielding or something like that for let's say space travel or uh, you know use it as a like a something that's not as mainstream, if you will, but get it out there, get it start used, yeah, uh, you know, the, start the, using the, the, it.
3: There's endless amounts of uses for it, but the thing yeah. is, we're living in an age here where patents have been locked away, whether unless they're going to make the buck, what can we make a buck out of before we get to there? They're the people that have caused the climate change. They're the people that have caused the climate problem. It's idiots like her that front the so-called science says, and she goes down, I mean, what did she say? Solar. Solar gives up. You take the subsidy away. What have you got? One to 2% with that and wind of your Output negligible. They're finding that out at the moment because fossil fuels—they do the majority.
0: Yeah, you do. can't recycle them. You can't repurpose them. Any of it. You can't repurpose the wind yeah. turbines. You can't repurpose the uh the solar panels. You can't repurpose the uh, the batteries when you know for storage or anything like that.
3: Around for a long time. But once again, it can go to a certain level. If you're in an area like Iceland where they actually use the geothermal to as much as they can, that's good. But if you're not in a Area like that, it's only at a minimal standard again. Nuclear? Awesome. We now know that even out of the waste, you've got something there. But that is being kept subdued, like you know, in Germany and everything. When we spoke about energies the last time, you said the prices here, and I went, the French people have to come with some common sense to say, hang on, this is nuclear. We got 60% of our energies, and I was giving it what excuse, what plausible excuse are they gonna come out with? And she's shouting it to the wind at,
0: oh, they haven't got
3: enough water. Oh, is that the plausible excuse? You can find the water. There's enough out there. If that means building a pipeline, if that means whether you, you need, well, demon water, demineralized water for your reactors, and uh, go through all their uh, stainless steel piping and everything, demon water, your yeah, demineralized water, you can do it. All you need to do is access water and you can sort it out. And the world, the percentage of the world of water is massive. Water, the water problem can always be solved. We are good at building pipelines. We are good at desalination plants. Just saying for the older Johnny, who that's how he thinks about uh-huh. years ago. Uh-huh. And desalination
0: just, plants and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And just so happens that, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but it just so happens that France has a lot of coastline. Oh, it has. A, yeah, Britain's surrounded by it. Mm, amazing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then she comes down to carbon capture is something of the future. Carbon, right. Carbon capture. That's the one that really sparked me off. She is a dumb, and I'm not going to, I really want to say a few things there.
0: Go ahead. I got the blue button. Go on. Go on. No, no, no. Carbon capture. When would you think carbon capture was created? My knowledge of this is very limited. uh, I'm going to be honest, because when you said carbon capture, my first thought was the process that we use for capturing uh, the carbon black that comes off of like coal burning and stuff like that. Right.
2: That was my first. Now, I'm gonna, Let me, let me take you... a stab before you. Let me go take on, a stab before you take. Stab I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it was actually the Nazis because they were tree huggers. No, 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 no. Actually, it's a lot more closer <laughs> to home. It's a lot
3: more closer to home. Actually, that was pretty naughty, but there you go. That's closer to home. Texas in the 1970s. what was the premise? That, the, the, what What was the premise for it? The idea of carbon capture is basically, it, once again, it was like offset. And could we restore our carbon? Now, the idea of carbon capture is they say we can take it out of the atmosphere and store it. Yeah. Yes. who come up with this tossing idea to further their own means?
0: What sort of corporation? I'm just guessing because of the things that we talked about last week. I'm guessing that you're going to find the names Rockefeller or Rothschild in there somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm saying an industry. Oh, an industry. an industry. Some oil company, I guess? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Rockefeller. There you go.
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll get there, yeah? Because it was the same sort of people that created this net zero crap. So net zero, we keep our carbon down to whatever. Like, they're all saying we can get net zero by 2050, whatever. But the net zero is a bloody lie. It always has been. It's for companies to say we're net zero. I'm not even going down. I want, I'm going to stick to this carbon capture at the moment. Because it's an awesome story right let's take right carbon capture storage ccs pull in your co2 from the atmosphere 1970s yeah alverde texas that is where it started the idea started very good but only recently has it actually been called a solution and that happened in about the year 2000 and it was pushed forward by the united nations basically they reckoned that they could get the carbon capture going to capture 4,900 tonnes per year of this stuff and store it. Now, since then, with all the carbon capture processes that have been going on and all the fucking money, billions that have gone into it, which have gone directly into the oil companies and stuff, I'll tell you how much they've captured later on. Just think of that. They reckon 5,000, best, 4,900, best part of 5,000 tonnes of this per year they could capture. Right Now, did it work? Nah, it's still going on. Shell Quest. This is one that's obviously got built up in Canada. They received 865 million from the Canadian government, Alberta that way and all that. Currently, about 43 commercial large-scale carbon capture facilities being thought about as actually 18 of them in operation, five more in construction. But they've then found out that these uh, these pros these carbon capture processes are actually emitting more carbon than they're actually capturing now australia they've gone big style they went big style they um gave a lot of money to chevron is it chevron over there chevron is australia, chevron, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, yeah. Chevron. right there's a place out there called barrow island and they've created a massive massive plant in the first year didn't capture any carbon we're seeing problems it's been out there for a few years now even in 2019 it had to shut down because it got choked up with sand.
0: Oh, that's terrible!
3: <laughs> but, but then it got up and running, and it still has only collected two percent of what it should done by at present. Yeah. Now that UN production projection of um, four thousand nine hundred tons actually barely ten million tons. That should be four thousand nine hundred million tons a year. Barely 10 million tons have actually been collected since then, and billions and billions of taxpayers' money have gone into the oil companies. Now, what do you think the oil companies actually use this for, their carbon capture? If you went and looked into the documentation, right, and I think it was, um, what's the API? That's American Petroleum Institute. They're the lobbying institute in America. Oh, I'm
0: not familiar with the lobbying group now.
3: Well, there's a lobbying group, yeah, and I believe... Now in 2006 they lobbied for carbon capture ccs and then in their documentation they actually in their company it said not to save the climate but to help actually make <laughs> more oil and gas and the way they did this yeah and so what they do is they capture the carbon the co2 and they pump it back into the well now when you dig a well you can't get all the oil out so because it's carbon it actually mixes with what's left and they get more oil out. So they capture, the, they capture the CO2 and then they chuck it back out as oil. So it actually manages, it, it bonds. It bonds with all those bits in there and it goes through the system, yeah? And so it allows them to produce more, more money. So you've got the taxpayers paying them to do this and they get it all out. And then they sell it back to you, and they put in the carbon that they captured back out again.
0: Do you know what this is? Do you know what you just described in, in all of this, this vicious cycle? do cycle? Yeah. Do you, know what, do you know what this is referred to as? I don't know. Don't say it's a Morbius loop that you can't get. No, out. it's, a, well, it's, it's <laughs> damn near close enough. It's a money laundering operation is what it is. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful, though.
3: And they actually gave it a name. They call it Enhanced Oil Recovery.
0: <laughs> enhanced. What? What is it with that term, enhanced, <laughs> <laughs> enhanced Oil Recovery? Literally what they're doing, they're putting a quarter in and they're getting a dollar out on the other side.
3: Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, after all this, they then greenwash it all, don't they? They, call, they, they start their greenwashing propaganda. And that's another money saying, laundering operation. Oh, yeah, yeah, we we, we look, we, we our carbon footprint is brilliant and everything like that. And then you look into their small print, and it like, um, especially BP and, his CEO, and he's saying all this, but um, their carbon footprint doesn't include the 15% they have in the Russian gas monopoly, and it doesn't include the 40% they have in some other external oil companies, and it doesn't include. The oil and gas they buy from anybody else in the world and sell. So they don't include any of that in their carbon footprint. And they don't include if you use the oil and gas and what carbon that throws out because that's got nothing to do with them. So how green can they be? They can be as green as they want, can't they? I bet they've got a good ESG read in them wankers. And that ESG thing is a club thing. It's basically to say, you tow the line, you can have a good ESG rating, and then people will invest in you. If you don't tow the line, we're going to just ad mouth you. And that's it. That's all ESG is. And it sucks. So everything she said all the way down the line, the only truthful thing she said was, yeah, cleaner energy is what we're after. Yeah, but you're not. You're a mouthpiece that doesn't actually understand a very little bit of knowledge given to a monkey.
0: Since we were talking about Colorado, at least in the Colorado River there that she brought up, Bruce, you found something interesting about what we've been warning about for many years. And it goes to the point of ESGs, because if you're not following the ESGs, this is what's going to happen to you if you have one of these low jack systems in your house. What happened to the 22,000 residents of Colorado that decided to put Google Nest systems in their homes?
2: Oh, it wasn't just Google Nest. it was
0: um oh the amazon system uh, and and the other stuff. yeah, it, it
2: was any of the smart systems that they uh, the the company was. I think it was in denver area. twenty two thousand customers had their thermostats. If you had a smart thermostat, they had their thermostat locked so you couldn't change the temperature and it was set to seventy eight <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit, yeah, oh, externally. Yeah. so the the company themselves did it. And uh, some of the clients were like, you know, before they've done this before. This isn't this isn't a new thing. But what was new is uh, before they would do that, you could override it and just change your thermostat anyway. This time it was completely locked and you couldn't change it. It, You were forced to have the 78. So the thing is, is I, I would contend that this isn't this isn't for the people that aren't following ESG. This is for the people to ensure you follow ESG standards. So I, I, I think it's a step worse than. uh oh, hang on, uh, Johnny hang on, hang on a second. It. So basically, say someone's monitoring your
3: output from a, a set of houses, yeah. Then they start to see uh, they, they then start to see a cycle of when the holidays come and things like that, and saying, "Well, this is low output. There's probably nobody there at this time or ever." So then they implement that. We'll turn their thermostat up so they're using more yes. energy while they're not there. That's, so that's, they're getting a, a big a bill and they don't even know about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, sorry, that is this definitely is a possibility. A, it isn't open
2: for corruption, is it at all? Well, it, it, the thing is, is this is touted oh for your convenience. Yeah, this is why we've been warning about this stuff. This
0: is exactly why we've we, got we've little, been we're about little
2: angels. We are here to look after you. See, the, the, this is the problem I've had with uh, the thermostats, the uh, electrical meters, the water meters. Those are all smart meters now. Everything, uh, every so. Basically, somebody back at headquarters can take their laptop, flip it open, and say, "You know what? I don't like you." They can increase your bill. Yeah, they can just do whatever they or want, or just cut, or just it hit, was... a, hit a press a button and completely and the more digital, shut off. Your... And the more
3: you go towards digital, uh, what is it? Autonomy, digital yeah. autonomy, then you're you're more in this loop of we've acceptance of what's going on and nobody's going to do anything to really make my life better or worse.
0: And here's the on that point. Here's the issue that I'm running into. When I when I talk to people that I know back in the States occasionally that have these things, they're not looking at it the way that you should be looking at it. When I ask them about that, the only thing that they're concerned about, it seems, is how much cheaper they can get it through a voucher through their energy provider. As in, how much how much cheaper are they going to be able to get the monitor? And I'm like, yeah, what? Why aren't you just putting in a closed system that you monitor yourself? And they say, well, no, why would I do that? Because I can control this from my smartphone. Yeah, and exactly. I say, don't you don't you stop to think that this can be like overridden and and you're forced to to take something? Does that not bother you? Does that not concern you? And it's it like it just doesn't even register. But,
3: and they don't think they they don't think it happens. No. It's like that. No. It's like um, a small print that Amazon written into that bell system that they created with the with the camera where they were passing information onto the police and god knows what i mean okay if there's a criminal act going on yeah but that means you've got full-time monitoring of every bell out there you've got a server somewhere that is downloading everything and keeping
2: it of who's going and coming from whose house even if there's criminal stuff going on they have to have a warrant there has to yeah. be a warrant for that information to be to to transition from you not, to the not not, in the, not, government. In,
3: not in the small not, print and everything else, whatever. Not, How many people this is the problem? The privacy things accept this with the bell. Accept, press accept, bar. straight through, bump. There you go. And they and remember when they were asked, are they getting anything from the uh establishment any payback from the establishment they weren't willing to answer anything or supply any documentation like if there was any you know but it's the the control mechanisms that are just slipping into society is just incredible let alone the ones that are being barefaced shoved down your throat a digit a fully digitized um existence is a lock and key and it's a cell. It's nothing else with these people that are in existence at the moment.
0: Since we were talking about the electric cars as being the solution, I'm doing the air quotes, solution to the water problem that's going on in the United States and in Europe, if that's the solution, how harmful are they to the environment? Have you ever asked yourself that question? How harmful are are they? Because, of course they are. But she was saying that there are people that try to uh, discredit this and make fun of this and, and do all this stuff, and that's really just interfering with capitalism. Is it? Well... It's Let's interfering
3: take, with capitalism. That's what she's said. just talking about investors. Yeah. That's the problem. That is one of the biggest problems ever. I haven't got a problem with people being canny, making money, investing in things or whatever. But when the companies use the shareholders, you see, you've got millions and billions of shareholders, people that have invested in everything. Yeah. If you're not happy with your existence, It's because every company is using you as the excuse for profit, not themselves. They're going, well, we got to supply our shareholders, not the CEO or whatever else is getting paid X amount of money. It's the shareholders have to be paid. So if you're a shareholder in anything, anything, any company, my message to you is it's your own fault because you're part of... The excuse for the corporation
0: this is about a two minute piece here from Tucker Carlson on just the amount of waste now mind you that none of this can be recycled, repurposed, or reused. just the amount of waste that goes into one electric car,
1: just one banning gasoline engines, which we have had for more than a hundred years, which have completely defined modern society and that. If you're a normal person in this country and don't use the subway from the Upper West Side to Midtown every day but actually drive like the overwhelming majority of Americans, this is the biggest change in your lifetime. Have you been consulted on it? Has there been a debate about it? No. All you hear is you must do this because it's good for the environment. But that's a lie. It's measurably a lie. Electronic vehicles are terrible for the environment. Roger McGrath took the time to spell it out recently in Chronicles Magazine. As he noted, supplying the materials necessary for the battery of an electric car alone, just the battery, requires, and we're quoting, processing using fossil fuels, of course, of at least 50 tons of ores. Ooh, it takes a lot of energy to process ore. A single battery for an electric car needs at least, quote, 30 pounds of lithium, 60 pounds of cobalt, 130 pounds of nickel, 90 pounds of copper, 190 pounds of graphite, and roughly 500 pounds of steel, aluminum, magnesium, plastic, and other materials, end quote. All of which are derived from mining. Oh, where's that mining gonna take place? Well, in third world countries with no environmental regulations whatsoever. How is this good for the environment? Speak slowly so we can understand. And yet in California, under Gavin Newsom's new order, every vehicle would require those materials. Here's the problem. We don't have that much lithium or cobalt in the United States. So where are those elements going to come from which are required for electric vehicles? Oh, Well, lithium mines in China. Did you know the answer to that already? Probably did. And the Congo. Let's go exploit Africa so we can feel virtuous. As the New York Times reported last year, and we're quoting, production of raw materials like lithium, cobalt, and nickel that are essential to electronic vehicle technologies are often ruinous to land, water, wildlife, and people. End quote. And by the way, land, water, wildlife, and people are exactly the four things that the environmental lobby has no interest at all in. They don't care about the land, they don't care about the water, they don't care about the wildlife, and they don't care about the people. It's not about that at all. It's a religion, it's about making them feel like good people and increasing their control over you. Period. What well, was she said? Correct. The crazy people that want to go to war with the ESG
0: agenda and and the people that uh, really don't want to help the environment at all are against electric vehicles. Isn't that what she was alluding to? If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> alluding, eluded, <laughs> deluded. Yeah, she's yeah,
3: deluded. All right, she, yeah. she is. She's. She's. Someone's at. How come? I mean, we get fired up about this. We get fired up about all sorts of things. But somebody. Tweaked her, fired her off in a direction, but that is she hasn't researched anything of her own material there. Other, if she has, she's a barefaced liar.
0: No, she's she's spouting so, talking points. That's all she's doing.
3: Yeah, but, the, but the, this is it. People have got to learn. I mean, there's the best discussions, the best informative stuff is when you research something yourself, and it takes time, and you, you go out there. If you if you're lucky, you you get kept in a loop of knowledge and information, and it's out there. And you've got to disseminate what's good, what's bad, and everything else, because then you have to chase it back. It does take time. It is consuming. Today's people don't seem to have time, and that is, I'm sorry, they just don't seem to have time outside of their working time. Or even if they haven't got working time, they've got electronic toy time and everything else. It's time to play. It's time to work. Work hard, play hard. But there should always be time for discussion and knowledge. You stop pursuing knowledge even in the everyday things that you have. I mean, try it. It won't take much. Just every item that you have in your house, if one day you go, well, I've got a computer, I've got um, a phone, I've got a car, I've got this, I've got that. I wonder what it takes to get it made. Just look into each item that you actually own. And actually think about it, because somewhere along the line, what is going to kick you in the arse in the future is every government, every corporation is going to shove this climate change onto you and use you as the excuse like they've used for the use of leaded fuel, recycling, endless amounts of things, even this carbon captured nonsense and say, it's your fault. Do you own a phone? Do you own a car? Whether it's electric or not. They'll have forgotten about it when everybody's got one. And they'll say, you know, that has to be manufactured. And then they'll come back with what everybody was talking about 10 or 20 years previously and slap you in the face and say, your carbon footprint is bigger than that person's carbon footprint. You will pay carbon tax or whatever they want you to do. They will find another way of screwing you down to the ground. So you have less unless they believe you are entitled
0: to it. I think that you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself. I mean, you you make it sound like these people don't understand what we, the people, are going through. You make it sound like they they don't. We're not going through enough. (laughs) Well, again, I I think you're. I I, I, I want a proper pair of thumb screws. Well, I again, I think you're just. I think you're being too harsh towards the government. They get it, don't they? This is Boris Johnson explaining how the government understands what you're going through with an energy crisis. They understand.
3: To get to your point, of course, uh, families up and down this country are going to face a a very tough winter, and uh, we we just have to accept that. And I think that what I would say to people is that the government really, really understands
0: uh, the difficulties that you are facing. We, we, We totally get it. See, they totally get it. They understand the difficulties that the families are going to face and that are already facing. They they totally get it.
3: But he is speaking from point of view at them. His point of view is that you probably will not be going without anything.
0: But do you see, though, what could help with this problem? Ned, I'm sure that you're taking necessary steps to conserve energy around your place, are you not? Well, I re-
3: I reckon if he recycled all that crazy hair he'd cut off his head in his lifetime, he might have had something.
0: He might have, yes. But what can you do? You might be asking yourself, at, at least if you're one of our UK listeners, you might be asking yourself, what can you do to conserve energy in your home for yourself and your family? Well, the oh, answer is clear. I don't know. I don't know. The answer i cause, cause, uh, cause at least the aged
3: and whatever that really need looking after freeze to death. And, well, there's a solution. You know.
0: If you're worried about freezing to death, then there is something simple that you can do that will help you. Save on energy costs this winter. If you have an old kettle that takes ages to boil, it may cost you twenty pounds to replace it. But if you get a new one, you'll save ten pounds a year for every year on your ten, 10, 10 pounds a year every year on your electricity bill. See, Ned, if you just get a new kettle, then you'll save ten pounds kettle. a year for every year wow. on That's your amazing. energy bill. I will solve it all. So I couldn't believe they it were when to- I heard they were
3: that. they were talking about energy bills going up to 3000 and then they pushed it to 5000 that 10 pounds going to make a dent in it you know it would in will. fact there will be a lot of people out there especially husbands and that given it hang on if i get rid of that kettle that matches the toaster my wife will kill me i'll put up with the energy bill i think
0: but no i was actually i was i was looking at some of the uh, some of the people that are taken to twitter in the uk about some of these energy bills and it's gone from i was looking at a small business today and last year they got a bill for just for for the entire year they got a bill for a, a small corner restaurant you know takeaway shop or something like that and it was 127,000 pounds or something like that this year it's 790,000 pounds and ridiculous. yeah they've been told that they've got that. yeah so they've been told that they've got uh 14 days for the first like 6,000 pounds to be due and they're like so, I, I don't have that
3: right hang on hang on so hang on these governments are spending Millions and billions subsidising solar and wind. It's about time they subsidise the people. Don't say you've got to suck it and see during the winter. And say we're subsidizing right, subsidising a war. Energy bills are going to be kept at 2019 costs for the next year, and we'll pay it out of. Well, it'll come out of taxpayers' money anyway. So what's what's the difference? I mean, since solar and wind only gives you two percent. Back on your energy bills. Don't subsidize it for a year. Subsidize the people's energy bills so they live. I think food and heating is a bit more needed. Yeah, it's our money. I think you should actually use it to help people. It's as simple as that. All governments can do that. These energy bills could could be kept down, they could be set. But they're not going
0: to do that, are they? No, they're not. I'm sorry. I, I misquoted the uh, figures here by just a little bit. This is uh, Edwards of Conway, it looks like, at Business in the uh, the UK. Last year, I spent – this is the actual tweet from this morning. Last year, I spent 129000 on energy. I received this quote yesterday for £782,000, £2,500 a week to £15,000 a week. Any suggestions on how I move forward? And no, Boris Johnson, I will not buy a new kettle. <laughs>
3: Well, you're done for then if you don't get a new
0: kettle, right? <laughs> Save ten pounds a year for every year on your energy costs. <laughs> oh, it's just uh, don't. It's just, that's literally it's just... the equivalent
3: of letting me cake. Yeah, suck it and see. No, the guy. It, it's disgusting. It's he's stand. He's a stand-up comic taking the piss now because it, it, how can you actually say that openly and actually not. Smile or giggle
0: or have a manic breakdown this is just by actually saying it. This is his tweet at four at five thirty today. Ukraine. That's all he tweeted.
3: Oh my god! Don't get me on the Ukraine, please. Go on what does it say? I can't it see. It
0: says Ukraine. That's it. That's what he tweeted. All right. Okay.
3: Well, I got something to say about Ukraine.
0: And there's another um, people thing. I will get. I will give you, uh, okay, because we're getting close to time here. So I will, I will, I'll give you one, I'll give you two options. You can go down the road of Ukraine, or we can talk yep. about Extinction Rebellion getting into no. the House of Commons today and gluing themselves no, to the
3: Speaker's chair. They suck. They give <laughs> they get given enough airtime as it is. They're okay. Horrible little school children. They can <laughs> piss off. Yeah. I don't care about them. I do care. It's it's just because if if you think about it, right? Our taxpayers' money should come back. It's like two thousand eight. You let the banks out. We paid the banks. We got them back on the feet. We're getting knackered by them when the people should have had the money put back into themselves. Now the money, the people's money, should be used to subsidise their energy bills, lock the energy levels to get them through the coming years, etc. That's how business works. It can be locked at a level. The energy is still
0: being produced if it's getting to us it's being produced while we need to simultaneously be doing new innovations to find better more efficient ways getting away from this crap that doesn't work that's like one to two percent of our overall grid power anyway it it is so we got about 10 minutes whichever way you want to go if you want to go down the road of ukraine we can go down that road well
3: yeah because it's just it's, it's another people thing it's another people thing of how the world has been totally had the piss taken out of them And it it more and more comes to light. And it's like Boris Johnson. He just, he could have, he might as well just had a manic laugh at us with what he said then. Well, he did by talking about a girl. And Ukraine have just had a little manic laugh at us because they're, they're, right, there's, there's there's a group, there's a couple of groups within the Ukraine power structure and government called the SBU, which is their security unit. Which was actually looked into by a journalist not so long ago because they were all driving around in top of the range cars and living lavishly and they were asked questions and they didn't want to answer anything. And they're the security unit that belongs within the government. And you've also got um an anti-corruption agencies, right? And now they've actually voiced something which actually makes me think that Zelensky wants to either uh find some scapegoats to um clear some more people out of his government because they've just openly said none none that means all of your aid has been stolen all gone government people have stolen it all now they didn't just say all they started to put a few numbers on it 22 shipping containers 389 freight cars of trains 220 trucks clothing food weapons vehicles etc this is that security now are saying Government people have made this lot disappear. It's not reached the people. It gets to Poland. So when you look at it, so because I started to look into, because so I went to an event and there was a charity thing doing that. Oh, we're doing this for Ukraine. Put some money in this, do this, have a raffle, whatever. So I thought, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right. Where's it going to? Well, we're going to drive it as far as Poland. And then it gets taken off of us and it goes to the people. So then you look at every other charity, it gets to Poland. You look at what um, different governments send out there. Poland is. The staging area. And then you look at what, if you ask questions like, how are you tracking it as it goes into Ukraine and gets to where it's supposed to go? And you get answers like, well, it sort of gets tracked to Poland and then it gets lost in the fog of war. And then their own security and their anti corruption agencies come out with this. And that's Ukrainian. That's what they've voiced now. All of the stuff that's gone there as disappeared i mean even if it's just that amount and that's the numbers they voiced it's a huge amount i don't know whether anybody really i mean if you envisage 22 massive shipping containers but then you envisage 389 freight cars that are being pulled by a train that's an endless train full of freight cars. That's
0: not exactly something you just misplace. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, it'd be pretty easy then, to find.
3: But then the other—I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I'd say there's a lovely black market, or it's actually been recycled and sold. Oh back to no. Us actually. no, 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 no! I they can just-
0: to that black market point. No, no, no. That that is the truth. Um, do you remember I was telling you last year about satellite phones? I was I was telling you about how they were just yeah. they they were disappearing off the market. And then the war in Ukraine started. I saw that the retail prices went from five, six hundred dollars, euros, pounds, yeah, whatever, up to three, four thousand, and now you're finding them as yeah. high as six, seven thousand on the black market. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, they cost more than
3: video cards for a computer,
0: though. Oh well, yeah, those have actually come down. Um, yeah, <laughs> I
3: know they've gone past them. It's quite good, but there is one thing I'd like to say to people out there. I mean, Zelensky, he's hard pressed. You're always seeing him in his his combats and stuff like that. And he's in a war-torn country and he's a people's person, it seems, yeah? But do you know what his salary is? His salary is $780,000 a year. That's a lot of money. Now, that's a lot of money coming from where?
0: Well, let me see. The Biden administration just asked Congress for another $13.7 billion in aid package to send to Ukraine.
3: So who's supporting this government and twisting it? And on top of that, Now, if you followed some routes and went via Panama and some other places and stuff like that, you would find Zelensky's net worth. How can that man have a net worth when he's supposed to be destitute and fighting this war and everything? And yet his net worth is 596 million. His net worth, his personal net worth is that. And yet all our charities and everything is sending stuff out there. And once again, you're funding a ridiculous people call it a proxy war it is just a ridiculous stain he's making a lot of money his net worth wasn't a fraction of that a fraction of it before this all kicked off he is worth a mint so he's getting rich on this war and a lot of others have your aid isn't getting to where it's going and it's ridiculous and it's out there and the thing is This information is being fed back. Now, if it's being fed back, there's a reason it's being fed back, even from those possibly corrupt points in Ukraine, because scapegoats. And that is all it's about. When something comes to this, like somebody's going to find a scapegoat. If Zelensky wants something out of his government or wants somebody to go, they will find them.
0: Well, we know that they're planning some kind of an exit strategy. We don't know what that is yet. We, we can only speculate at this point. But we've been noticing that a lot of people in his, I guess you can call him cabinet, inner Entourage. circle. Or- or, yeah, entourage, whatever. That's a that's a very good term, actually, entourage, because he seems like he's more of a movie star than he is a leader of a country yep, that's in war. I would say so. But he, uh, I don't know specifically about Zelensky, but at least people in his uh, entourage, as you put it, they're all buying these multi-million dollar chalets in Switzerland. Navish <laughs> <That> style. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if they're giving away multi-million dollar chalets in Switzerland, I'll take one. You know, I, I won't yeah. turn that down. I'll, I'll
3: put my name to any shell, and I'll throw it. Out. Yeah, if I get some kind of a golden parachute, yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> it's for my. So this why that's it's why I say girlfriend. they're they're planning some kind of they're planning some kind of exit strategy. So something's going to go down there at some point, and they're all going to a neutral country. It's outside of the EU jurisdiction. It's Ooh, outside hey, of yeah. uh, Russia's jurisdiction, and they're headed into. Um, the belly of the beast, if you will, uh, and that's not a poke at the Swiss people, but just so happens that's where uh, Klaus and his ilk are all shacked up. Funny
3: enough, And they've yeah. all got their own nuclear bombshell at each them. Uh-huh. That's what I say. <laughs> it, oh, it, it will out, but it is incredibly, it is how the people are willing to put their hand in their pocket and blindly walk along and they can't see this. Yeah, the people are suffering. Your aid's not getting to them. And it's all been created to do what it's done. Siphon your taxpayers' money and get you to put your hand in your pocket again for charity. I'm not saying you're buffoons. I'm just saying stop it. Just stop it. Because I'm sure he's, well, he will never have enough. These people never have enough.
0: And that is the problem. You know, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today. And You know, we got through an entire podcast without mentioning the two names, Fauci and Gates. Uh, I can't speak about America without thinking about him. That's it makes true. Me itch. Yeah, that is true. United States of Gates, as you call it. But we got through an entire session without uh, without mentioning him once. And you know, something I need a it was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a new one for you. It's it's already out. <laughs> yeah, they got a new one for you. Uh, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. We're going to have to uh, go ahead and jump out of here. For those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast.protonmail.com. At also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. Do you know someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own? We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Gentlemen, thank you for being here this evening and thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.